You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Friday. It's a meet Friday. Come on in. Stay a while. Our good buddy Nick Wright from Fox Sports, first things first, will join us coming up in a little bit here. He is laughing at all the pundits picking the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. And he'll make the case that there's no better home quarterback in the postseason postseason history than Patrick Mahomes. He'll join us coming up. The Meat Friday lineup is as follows. Tequila, lime, chicken thighs, and chips and guac. Who's got it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Thanks, Todd. Sorry you're still joining us via Zoom. But Mm. the front row is here. You know what? I can save. I can have some leftovers on Monday for you. That would be sweet. Okay. I'd all tell be a very thoughtful thing of you to do. All right. I'll tell Ty if I remember. If you remember. Yeah, if I remember. I got a lot of things I to do. I won't hold you to it. All right. Final day for fifty percent off thirty different t shirts at danpatrick.com. So go in there and uh, scoop up a bargain or two. More phone calls coming up. Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address DP at danpatrick.com. Spent a lot of time yesterday talking about the Lakers. And, of course, you would expect the NBA on TNT to dive into that topic last night as well. Here's Charles Barkley with Ernie Johnson on how bad the Lakers are. I never root. I don't because I don't care who wins. I mean, I just want the season to be over so we can go play golf and fish. All right. Let's, uh, but I root. I, the Lakers are such wussies. And I only say wussies because I can't say the word I want to no, say. I know. The way they have tried to throw Russell Westbrook and Frank Vogel under the bus is just really pissing me off. Right. And I got to tell you something. Oh, no. Hey, you know, we've got a, we've got a guest standing by. Well, the and Lakers then... still suck when we get back from his interview. <laughs> All right. That's uh, Charles Barkley and Ernie Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why Ernie Johnson uh, won Sportscaster of the Year. He and Scott Van Pelt, the co-winners this year. When you're trying to navigate that, you have to land planes sometimes. You know, sometimes it's a little Cessna. Sometimes it's a 747. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reached out to Russell Westbrook, and uh, they text back and forth. He wanted to know what Russ was thinking, and he has to figure this bleep out and do what's best for our team to win in the long run. He said that he was surprised that he was benched, disappointed he didn't go back in, but more disappointed that we lost the game. He goes on to... Talk about Frank Vogel with Wode saying, I think the communication of what he wants and how he uh, wants it kind of changes because guys have been in and out of the lineup. Everybody is trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. I try to put my head down and do the best I can for our team. And whatever is asked of me, I try to do the best of my ability. That's all I've been trying to do since I got here. He's not the reason why they're a 500 team. He's not the reason why they're a, they should be better than a 500 team. But he is an important cog here. I mean, he's one of the three. You're paying him a lot of money. Something's not working here. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's, um, it's an awkward roster. And you still have LeBron playing at a high level. No AD. The bench has been inconsistent. You got big men who aren't good big men anymore. LeBron playing the five. Is AD going to be the five when he comes back? Do you have true guards there? Like, it, there's just so much going on. And it's, it's probably going to continue the rest of the season. Russ is trying to do what Russ does well, 
But in the, you know, in the process, that means he's going to miss a lot of shots and he's going to have turnovers. That's who he is. He's explosive. He can be dynamic. He can be all over the court. But that can be good and bad with the way he plays. But I can't put all of this on Frank Vogel. He didn't build the roster. He coaches the roster. And I'm not going to put all of this on Russ. This is who he is. I mean, really, this is on the front office. You, this is your roster. And you're asking Frank Vogel to, you know, bail you out? He's not Phil Jackson. And you're asking Russell Westbrook to be something different than he's been in his entire career? Uh, but that's the latest correspondence that uh, Woj had with uh, Russell Westbrook. You know, it's only January, so there is time. But I don't know if that means you get better or, uh, or worse there. But uh, it's a mess. Oh, we got a couple things to get to. More phone calls as well. Poll question for hour two is what, Pauline? Dan, it's the uh, which quarterback has the most to gain this mm. postseason? Mm-hmm. Perception, ranking, legacy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, okay. Both Brady and Mahomes are at 0%. 0%. No one's voted for Brady or Mahomes that they could gain anything from this postseason. Okay. Uh, Matt Stafford, number one, 38%. Aaron Rodgers, number two, at 20%. Jimmy G at 18%. Okay. Yeah, Seaton. Isn't there more pressure than that on uh, Patrick Mahomes to win another one? I mean, he's the, with this 10-year contract, he's supposed to get like five, six, seven. Yeah, a little bit. I, I think there's pressure on him. You're at home, and, and there's pressure on him to at least get past Buffalo. You know, Mahomes has come back to earth a little bit, I think, with public perception because he, he hasn't been great in the Super Bowl. He had, you know... Like one good quarter. If you look at his quarterback rating, I think it's one out of eight quarters he's looked good. Uh, I don't put that loss all on him. They had no offensive line, and the Buccaneers pressured him probably more than any other quarterbacks ever been pressured in a big game. But I, he's got he's got some something to lose there. You know, I think Josh Allen has a lot to gain. You know, there's quarter Matthew Stafford has a lot to gain. I guess you could throw in Jimmy G as well. But, you know, when the Packers take on the Niners, the game means a lot for both teams because it's the postseason. But you have Aaron Rodgers. You're the number one seed. You're a favorite to go to the Super Bowl. But a loss this weekend, man, that opens the door for a lot of questions. And is Rodgers open to leaving Green Bay if they win or if they don't win a Super Bowl? But the offseason for what could be in store for the Packers, there's a little bit more riding on this game for Aaron Rodgers. And, and not only the Packers in keeping him and wanting to know really what is their future going to be, but also for Aaron Rodgers with his legacy. Because he, has, he started out great in the postseason. He has been an average quarterback record-wise in the postseason. And he's lost NFC title games. And he's lost at home. And you want to move up that list, and I don't know if this is important or not to him. I have no idea. But if you want to move up the list, because how many people have we heard, hey, there's nobody more talented who's played the position, but you've got one Super Bowl appearance, and that was a decade ago. There's a lot riding on this. This might be his best opportunity to win another Super Bowl. And if you get to two, now, all of a sudden, you're in the conversation with other ones. You know, like Peyton, it meant so much he got that second one. Now, he wasn't very good, but he still got his second Super Bowl. How about Russell Wilson? He got one, got to another, lost that one. 
Ask Eli. Ask Eli how important those two Super Bowls are. That's why he's going into the Hall of Fame. John Elway, you know, winning two of them after losing three. It's important. And I think for Aaron Rodgers, whether he admits it or not, this is really important, this run here for his legacy. If Brady doesn't win the game against the Rams, I think we could say Super Bowl hangover. I think we could also say, well, he lost two of his best receivers. He didn't have his best offensive lineman. You know, Brady is emeritus. That nothing's going to be, you know, we might do, well, look at all the Super Bowls he lost. You know, we try to pull that nonsense with LeBron. All right, maybe we do that. But I think Aaron Rodgers, he has the most to gain from this. Matthew Stafford is there as well, because if Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford is going to be a Hall of Famer. Because that's where you have a career cleanup. That's where you just come in and you go, we forget about all the other stuff. And all he has to do is ask his good buddy, Clayton Kershaw. Because when Kershaw and the Dodgers won the World Series and he pitched well, now we don't talk about that anymore. Remember, that was, man, best pitcher of your generation, but you don't have any World Series uh, titles. All right, we have a segment called Hall of Famer or Not Hall of Famer. It's from the same people who brought you Segment Impossible a couple mm, days ago. Man, okay. All right. uh, oh, music sounds familiar. Dan, I'm going to give you a choice because I know you don't like uh, things too wordy. Uh, I'm going to give you a list of Hall of Famers, and you have to say <laughs> whether you'd bet on them to go to the Hall of Fame or not, or you could say the four options are no doubt, likely, iffy, no chance. Which, oh, I thought this was Hall of Famer or not Hall of Famer. Right. Okay. We're going to do it that way. Then. Okay. Because I got a little, little wordy with my... I yeah. like iffy. Well, no, you just got wordy and you weren't going to be wordy. This just gave me the idea for a new segment I want to work on called Yes, No, Maybe. <laughs> Ooh. We'll, look, be on the lookout for that. Maybe Super Bowl week. Yes, okay. No, Maybe. Yes. How does that work? How yes, does that work? No, Maybe. Okay. I'm going to give you a name of a person who's in the playoffs this weekend. Okay. Would you bet on them to make the Hall of Fame or not? Yes. Okay. I'll go you the easy ones first. Tom Brady. Yes. Rob Gronkowski. Yes. Richard Sherman. Yes. Ooh, that was a quick yes. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow. It's uh, early. But if you're betting now, you had to lay down a bet. Yes. Jamar Chase. Might be a little tougher than Joe, but if Joe's going to be a Hall of Famer and Jamar Chase is with Joe, then that's a package deal. So I'll, I'll say I'm very generous today on this uh, Friday. couple Titans. Derrick Henry. Yes. Julio Jones. Yes. Aaron Rodgers? Yes. This game's kind of boring, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, Devontae Adams. Oh, a pause. I'd have to look at his numbers. I don't know what... That's not part of this game. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no research done on no, this. No, on the show uh, and the game. It's Devontae Adams. Well, if he ends up with Jordan Love, then I'm going to say Ooh. no. Wow. But, but if Rodgers stays, then I would say yes. Matthew Stafford. Boy, the next two weeks are going to be so important you, for that. Want me to play this game in three weeks? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes. He'll get in. Wow. Cooper Cup, wide receiver. A lot of numbers lately. I'm going to say no. Wow. Von Miller. Yes. First ballot. No, uh, yeah, I guess. Jalen Ramsey. Yep. Aaron Donald. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to get some more curveballs here. Yeah. Josh Allen. Sure, why not? Stefan Diggs of the Bills. No. Mitch Trubisky of the Bills. Hmm. Just seeing if you're paying attention. Uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, Ty- yes. Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't know how old he is. 
Um, I'm going to say no. Ooh, Nick Bosa, defensive end. Yes. George Kittle, tight end. Ooh, man. It was going that way. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Debo Samuel. Real early. No. I've got, off what you said there, 17 Hall of Famers playing this weekend. Okay. Dang. There might be more. I mean, Tristan Wirfs could be a uh, Hall of Famer. Although I don't think he's playing this weekend. Unfortunately, he did not make the list. He did not. He did not. Uh, Don in Florida. <laughs> that was Hall of Famer or not Hall of Famer. <laughs> Don in uh, Florida joins us. Hey, Don, what's on your mind? Hello? Hey, Don. <laughs> this is John. Hey, John. Hello? Hey, John. Yeah, I'm here. I am, too. Hi, Dan. Hey, I want to talk to you about the Rams-Tampa game. Okay. Every time I bet against Tom Brady, I get stuck. And uh, four times this year I did it because of the point spread and burned every time. So don't take don't take Tampa. And also, I'm trying to buy some T-shirts, but I'm, I'm a big guy. 6'5", or 225. Ding. <laughs> uh, T-shirts, I need a double X large in the uh, I do what I want t-shirt and there's no double x large all right well uh john uh if you go to the website and uh it's not there then i'll see if i can get some of my best people on it but i i can't take orders over the phone <laughs> oh you can't no not during the show i mean after the show i can take orders it says operators are standing by yes that's marvin oh who called him don instead of john uh jeff in iowa hi jeff what's on your mind Good morning, Dan. How are you? Hi, Jeff. Hey, I've got two things. First, very excited that uh, Seton's considering Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But I don't want to take him. If he were to come into town, I don't want to take him to these fancy places. I have a place that's a real hole and uh, pull up uh, the Boxa Scottluff store and tavern. Have him Google that, see if that might interest him. The second thing is I'm a long-suffering Bears fan, and I would love to see the 49ers have a long 20-play drive to take the clock to the end and watch Aaron Rodgers uh, be standing on the sidelines. Suck at Green Bay. Thanks, Dan. Uh, hey, Jeff, what is the name of the place that you're talking about? Sutliffs. It's called Boxus, B-A-X-A, Sutliffs store and tavern it's along the iowa river it looks like an old saloon it's been around forever it has a cave in the back where they stored the booze uh paulie's in got the it. old days i hate yeah Paulie, I, in, in the old days yeah in the old days dan the original owner used to take the hamburgers and put her on her armpit to get them all uh, flattened out oh so, a I little like side there. well uh you know tyler does that on meat fridays as well <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Yes, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Boxa Sutliff Store and Tavern, uh, Lisbon, Iowa, right there on the uh, Cedar, Rap- uh, Cedar River. Yeah. It looks like a proper dive bar. Yeah. All right. Well, this road trip is about food and drink for Seton and the French kid. Boxa Sutliff? Yeah. Hmm. Monday, we will have the route planned out right is that okay 
Oh, heck Not, yeah, yeah, definitely. Monday, we will tell you the route that Seaton's going to be taking when he goes with the French kid and delivers the Mercedes Sprinter van. That and, place sounds awesome, though. Yeah. But I'm trying to get you to stop in Vegas, the Hoover Dam, Phoenix, uh, Joshua Tree. It feels like when I've been looking at places that I really, really want to see, mm-hmm. a lot of them, 90% of them seem to be in the Southwest. Oh, so it almost well, feels like that'll that'll work out. Yeah. And there's just like cool stuff out there. Just really beautiful things to see. By the way, our next guest said he in a tweet, I'm just astounded of how many of my colleagues love the bills this week. Love them in capital letters. Ready to anoint Josh Allen. Ready to throw dirt on Mahomes. The whole thing we'll discuss. Plus, is this Tom Brady's last game? Will the Niners beat Aaron Rodgers again? We have all of those questions for Nick Wright, who joins us next here, Dan Patrick Show. M drive, boost, and burn. I was talking to uh, Tyler this morning. Tyler comes in early and works out. I said, all right, you got to drink a lot of water and M drive. M drive, boost, and burn. Daily supplement for driven guys. You're going to get rid of that holiday weight, give you energy that you need to crush it, and uh, no matter what your age is. Even Weeks, our camera guy. He uses M-Drive Boost and Burn as well, packed with clinically tested ingredients that naturally burn more fat. Now, these guys, very impressionable. They're younger. They see me, and they see me ripped. You know, when I walk around without my shirt on here in the man cave, and they go, how do I get to look like that? MDriveDan.com. I make them count my abs, by the way. Oh. Yeah, I do. Uh, Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. You get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. New Year's resolutions don't work. Make small changes. Try M-Drive Boost and Burn. You can lose weight, get more energy, and perform at your very best. Don't let age uh, beat you. Uh, Refine your prime with M-Drive. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. NFL playoffs continue. A divisional round showdown. Aaron Donald and the Rams taking on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers Sunday at 2 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Just part of the great matchups coming up this weekend. Nick Wright, first things first, co-host of Fox Sports 1. My day is always better when I talk to Nick. I saw his tweet this morning that I am just astounded by how many of my colleagues love the Bills this week. Love them in big letters. Ready to anoint Josh Allen. Ready to throw dirt on Mahomes. The whole thing we'll discuss. Plus, is this Tom Brady's last game? Will the Niners beat Rodgers again? Wow. How did your tweet sound with a professional reading it? I got it. You know, you're being self-congratulatory and patronizing per usual, but it sounded great. Thank you. Nick. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, that's why he's Dan Patrick, and I'm me. Like that. Really, I. I can you record my outgoing voicemail for me? I would. Do I mean, that. that really was great. I I mean, that was outstanding. Sounded great. Do you agree with me though, Dan? A little. The the, the Josh. How long has Josh Allen been better than Patrick Mahomes? And I, I mean, it's just the hype for this guy, who twelve days ago almost lost to the Jets. Nineteen days ago, literally had the worst game of his entire career. Meanwhile, Mahomes has never lost a home playoff game in regulation, has never been bad in a home playoff game. It seems like a little, you know, askew, feels a little bit like if in mid-conference second round, I'm sorry, second round of the NBA playoffs last year, if people were like, you know what, 
I think Trey Young's the best player in the NBA. Like, mm, <laughs> slow down a bit for me, please. Your voice is up uh, at a pretty high level. Like that's a new octave. Like that's a Mariah Carey octave that I am not uh, used to hearing out of you. Okay, so this segment starts off with me complimenting your voice and you just for the first time in our relationship taking a shot at mine. Yeah, Dan, I'm a little high strung this weekend, my friend. I'm not going to lie to you. We got a lot on the line for your you know, television viewers. I'm literally wearing Chiefs red sweatpants. I'm ready to go. I'm excited for this football game and for this nonsense, these Bills Mafia charlatans <laughs> that have been polluting my Twitter mentions for the over two years to put them down in the dirt. That's what I'm ready for. Okay, I'm with you. I have the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl facing the Packers. I'm, I'm all in with you. Um, that was my prediction at the beginning of the year. I think the Chiefs uh, are going to win this game. I think we're drunk with love with the Bills, with the perfect game they played against the Patriots. Um, so I, I'm, I'm with you on that. And I do think that Josh Allen, the highs that he gives you, we, we, we sometimes forget the lows that he has as well. And, and his that, highs rival, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. his highs rival Mahomes and Rodgers yes. for the highest highs of the league, yeah. in the league. Yeah. The difference is his lows rival Zach Wilson's. And he hasn't gotten that out of his game yet. Meanwhile, Rodgers and Mahomes almost never have awful games. They might have awful games by their own standards, but their level of consistency is what separates them. But here's the other thing that just surprises me, Dan, that if we are just looking at this soberly and could the bills win, of course, this is not better than a buy like the Steelers game was what may be my most iconic phrase. It's entered the sports canon now. <laughs> um, but uh so the bills could win. Josh Allen could run for a bunch of yards. Maybe the chiefs can't cover Stephon Diggs, but one team is at home. That team also has more dynamic playmakers, the better coach and the better quarterback. The four biggest check marks are all on that side of the ledger. And I know folks will say uh, the bills defense is better. Maybe, but the bills defense also is coming off a stretch of 10 games against nine awful quarterbacks and Brady. And Brady beat them. So I think the Bills' defense might be a touch overrated. I'm just – the Chiefs not being three-point favorites at home, Dan, is the most insulting thing that's happened to the city of Kansas City since Bart, since you guys did your stupid barbecue tour and that doofus was like, Texas barbecue's better. Remember that? <laughs> that carried your show for six weeks. You're welcome for that one, pal. Um, so I'm with you on the Chiefs. I, I like the Rams against the Buccaneers. Yep. Me too. I, I don't rule out the Niners doing something crazy like, you know, keeping it close enough to win the game. I just get nervous of if if it comes down to Jimmy G leading a drive, you know, Debo Samuel better be getting the ball on, you know, 80 percent of those carries there. And the Bengals against the Titans, as much as I love Cincinnati, my hometown team, I think the Titans are better than what we're giving them credit for being at home. All right, so I don't know if this is good or bad for the audience. We are mirrored picks across the board. I agree with everything you just said. I think that there is a part of me to go in order. Uh, there is some trepidation of picking Matt Stafford on the road against Brady. With somebody, Jenna Wolf said this on our show today. I, I should have known this. I couldn't, but it's an astounding number. Tom Brady is 14-2 and two in this round of the playoffs. 
That I think it might be as impressive as seven Super Bowls. He's 14 and two in the divisional round. So there's part of me that feels like, ah, oh, you're going to feel dumb picking Stafford to go on the road and win. But they're so banged up. And I don't think yeah. the Bucs have any way to guard Cup without doubling him. And then Odell can go off. We agree on the Titans. I, I think the Bengals obviously are fun. The Titans are rested. They're healthier. They're well coached. They've been here before. I, they're at home. I think pick them. I really want to drill in on Packers on Packers uh, Niners because they're the Niners have a lot of obvious edges, and then the one super obvious edges. But the other team has the league MVP at quarterback, and you have a guy that you just can't trust. Can't even trust, forget to throw passes in the fourth quarter. Can't even trust to wait for Trent Williams to get set before you do a quarterback sneak. Sidebar of the sidebar, how mad is Mike McCarthy at Jimmy Garoppolo for false starting there? If he just doesn't false start, we're not killing McCarthy for the quarterback sneak. It's like, buddy, you're, I'm dying because of your mistake. Just wait for Trent Williams to get set. The game's over. None of this nonsense happens. But here's my question to you, Dan. Right now, obviously Bray's greatest quarterback ever. I think if Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, Rodgers versus Peyton Manning becomes a really interesting conversation. If Rodgers loses this game at home, that feels like, okay, he's a tier below. Yeah. Is that unfair? Is that ridiculous? I, I don't think it's unfair. No, I think it's because he started out great in the postseason, and then he is not. He's been average ever since yep. then. You go to one Super Bowl, and that was ten years ago, and you win that. While I'll say, and I've said it many times, he makes the position look as effortless as any quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Maybe more so than any other quarterback. You gotta, you gotta have another one here, and I think that. Having that second, I mean, look at Eli. Having two, you're in the Hall of Fame. If Stafford gets one, he's in the Hall of Fame, probably. Uh, Rodgers getting a second, if it matters to him, which is tricky. You know, then he elevates himself above Breeze. Uh, Peyton, I think he's a better quarterback than Peyton. I think Peyton's had more of an impact on the game, but I would put Rodgers there. If you want to throw in John Elway and whoever else into that mix, I understand it. But if you don't get to two... You know, then you're you're, you're I mean, down on the Mahal, list. Like, listen, it's unfathomable the idea that Mahomes never gets to another Super Bowl. But even if he doesn't, he's been to more than Rodgers, right? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? And so I think Rodgers already ahead of Breeze. But I also think it should be noted: Rodgers' first five playoff games, he's four and one, and the one loss they scored forty-five points and lost in overtime. That was the it was his first playoff game ever. That was the one where he actually got strip sacked in the first play of overtime, and Arizona scored. Since then, Dan, he's seven and eight. And now, are all those losses on him? No. The NFC Championship game against the uh, Falcons, for example, a few years ago. Falcons, I think, scored 28 straight to start the game. But let's go to the Seattle game for a second. Everyone kills McCarthy, and they should. They blew it down the stretch. With that said, Rodgers was one touchdown, two picks, and had a 55 passer rating in that game. Like, they had opportunities to make it to where uh, an unblowable lead. I would argue the 15-1 and season coming off the Super Bowl, losing that home playoff game to Eli and the Giants, that one, it didn't sting as much then because you're like, oh, he'll be back. But he hasn't been back. You can't, and now you're at home again. You're the healthier team. You're the more rested team. 
I think they I don't know if they have to win the Super Bowl, but they have to win this game. And I don't know if they will. Who presents the biggest roadblock for Green Bay in your opinion? Oh, I think this team, I think the Niners. Oh, I think the Niners do. more than the Rams or the Buccaneers? Oh yeah, I think the Bucs are too beat up. I think the Bucs are too beat up. They have played too many games. The Rams are an interesting one. However, there is a part of me that says Matt Stafford going into Green Bay, if there's a mental part of sports at all, that place has been a house of horrors for him his whole career. And then he's on the precipice of the Super Bowl. And that's like, to me, that yeah, I think the cold weather hurts them. I think this is the game the Niners or the Bucks. sorry, the Packers did not want was this team with this running game and this coach coming into their building. He's Nick Wright. You can see him on First Things First, Monday through Friday on Fox Sports 1. Uh, haven't talked to you since uh, the Lakers fallout. Yeah. Uh, how does this end? Oh, I don't know, Dan. Uh, you know, probably with LeBron winning the scoring title, that's what I'll focus on. Uh, you know, year 19 <laughs> and scoring title. Seems pretty good. Guys, not a score. Uh, it's not great, Dan. Here's what I find interesting. A lot of people deserve a lot of blame here. Uh, Rob Palenka deserves blame. Everyone's like, oh, but LeBron made them make the trade. LeBron couldn't even get them to hire Ty Lue. So LeBron has some juice, but he's not literally calling in the trades. Palenka deserves some blame. Uh, obviously, Vogel deserves some blame. Russ deserves some blame. There's a lot of blame to go around. It would be nice if Anthony Davis were healthy. But it is astounding to me how many people are caping for Frank Vogel this week. Oh, my God, this is so unfair. It is? It's unfair? Is it, oh, you can't treat a champion coach. You can't? You're like, I would just like for the people saying it's ridiculous for Vogel to be on the hot seat. Can you tell me your favorite Frank Vogel coaching moment? What's your favorite Frank Vogel adjustment? Did you love that it took him a dozen games to figure out that Russ and Rondo can't be on the court at the same time? Did you love when nine months after the brilliant tactician Steve Nash realized DeAndre Jordan is cooked, he was still starting games for your team? Like, I do not put this all on Vogel, but there have been better coaches fired for far less malfeasance. And I, I find it very peculiar. It's an odd Venn diagram of people in the media who have been the loudest and most most articulate LeBron James critics and people in the media who are all of a sudden giant Frank Vogel fans. They're like, oh, my God, do you remember him with Hibbert? Look <laughs> at those defensive roads. Shut up. Stop it. Uh, I just thought that if you're going to fire him, fire him. That's all. You leak, Somebody leaked that information to The Athletic, and now – you know, everybody's waiting. And then I just wondered if he was getting on the plane to go on the road trip and then found out that he was. But it just feels like, you know, it's inevitable that's going to happen. That's the only part of this that's not fair. If if he's your guy, then let him coach. If not, then firing. I agree with that. With that said, they just played the Pacers, his previous team. And now tonight they're in Orlando. Maybe they're like, hey, he's probably got friends there, maybe some family. <laughs> a reunion tour? Yeah, let, uh, him, let him take the trip. That is it, nice. Yeah, I think that is nice. There is an odd – the line <laughs> in that game, by the way, is the Lakers minus just five and, like, assume LeBron's going to play. That tells me there are people in Vegas that think that the Lakers players might be trying to get him fired. Because as bad as the Lakers have been, Orlando is a travesty of a team. 
And for the Lakers only be five-point favorites, I think there's some concern from the bookmakers that the Lakers might try to expedite this firing process. Does Frank Vogel accompany the team back to Los Angeles from this road trip? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to say yes. I think he does. I think Frank Vogel survives. I think he does just enough to survive until Anthony Davis comes back. And then there's, you know, a little resurgence. Again, I don't know if I said this earlier, but LeBron James is going to win the scoring title. He's in year 19, Dan. Yeah. Uh, that's got to count for something. <laughs> Lead the league in 30-point games. You know, is he not a scorer, though, of course. Uh, and so I, No, no, I, no. I, He's a scorer. He's just not a shooter. Right, Dan. Higher career, you know. Of uh, three-point percentage than Kobe and Michael, but that's fine. No, that's right. Not a shooter. Not I, but a shooter. I'm on your side with LeBron. Oh, I know, Dan, but I don't I, – it's not just you and I talking. There's people listening. <laughs> I'm talking to them. Uh, but, I, but I'm on your side. You sometimes go over the side. There's no you go overboard. You're saying I go overboard. Do you think there were I don't know if there were physics. There's that talk voice shows. going up again. There's that octave. I don't <clears throat> I don't know, Dan, if there were physics talk shows in the nineteen aughts. But do you think people were like, listen, I like I'm an Einstein guy too, but you go a little too far. Like, no, you can't go too far. <laughs> Well, you yeah, you can. You can. You can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. You can go. Oh, okay. you <laughs> that is bullying. <laughs> You're bullying I'm, me. I'm bullying you. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't. I didn't know what? that. I, I didn't mean you, to. You know what? You know what this is called? <laughs> this is punching down. You're a broadcast Hall of Famer with millions of dollars and millions of listeners and viewers. I'm just an up and coming. This guy. is how I got here. Yeah, by by bullying those. By punch, Did you know? By punching story, down. By punching down. <laughs> True story, Dan. And then you can you can hang up on me if you okay. want. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm a senior in high school, going on a tour of Syracuse University, and happened to you know set up a meeting with the dean of Newhouse. He'll remain nameless, Dean Rubin. I'll never forget it. Um, but uh, and he talks with me and my mother. Says, well, you know, I've seen your record. I've seen this. You, you know, I'm, I'd be shocked if you're not admitted. Love to have you. But I, just, you want to do radio, right? I'm like, yeah, that's all I've ever wanted to do is radio. He's like, well, I'm sorry to tell you, it'll never work. Your voice is awful for radio. I was like, oh, thanks, Dean. Take that, Dean. But now Dan Padgett's <laughs> co-signing it. So maybe he was right all along. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was. You know what? <laughs> what? You're such a jerk. I'm sorry. I, 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 like sometimes I don't know I'm speaking. You, you ever thought maybe I'm a little self-conscious about this? You ever thought maybe I'm like, ah, maybe the reason that even to this day I smoke $1 black and mild cigars by the pack is because I'm like, one day I'll get the grizzled broadcaster voice. I am literally killing myself so I can sound like you. I complimented you in the beginning, and now you're all making me uh, uh, McLovin. Not not your old McLovin. I'm talking about from the actual movie, the original McLovin with the voice. It's not fair. It's I, not fair, and it's me. I, I want an apology before I come on again. I would say brown liquor. I did that, too. I oh, tried you did. it. <laughs> yeah. More of it. <laughs> More of it. <laughs> Look at him. Look at this guy. He'll never be as good as me. <laughs> not as always. What a jerk. Uh, I'll apologize the next time before you come on. Fritz, lose my number. Yeah. Wow.
But in the meantime, I just want to say good luck to Patrick Mahomes <laughs> this week. <laughs> Uh, do you want to hear Fritzy's Patrick Mahomes impersonation? I don't want to hear from anyone involved oh, oh, with the show okay. ever again. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Thank you, Nick. Goodbye. All right. That's Nick Wright. Not- he does a great job at Fox Sports 1. He does. All right. We'll t- All right. We'll take a break. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever Get your podcast from. Uh, I just saw where the comedian Louis Anderson passed away, ages 68. Meatloaf passed away as well. We had Meatloaf, uh, I think that was a couple of years ago. I don't know if that was 2019 or not. Uh, was it further back than that, Paulie? Yes, yeah, September 2016. Oh, all right. Uh, I asked uh, Meatloaf about getting his uh, nickname, and uh, this is the story he told us. We weren't sure. So when, when we heard you were coming in, we weren't sure. Do you, do we call you Meat? Meat. Oh, you do Meat. Oh, okay. Well, then I was right. Yeah. yeah they, uh, they, okay. I, I'll, I'll give you the story. See, okay. I was born bright red as a baby, and I couldn't. I, I stayed bright red. And my father was a Dallas policeman, so I'll give you the, I'll give you the story how it went. As, I mean, as far as I've been told, and I'll give you the best accent. So my son there, he looks like <laughs> nine and a half pounds of ground jug. <laughs> so I, I, what, I, what I want you to do is I want you nurses to put on the front of his crib meat. And I'm sure the nurses went, oh, we can't do that, sir. And my dad, I'm sure he was in his uniform, went, yes, you can. And so you go ahead and you put meat in that little slot, that little plastic slot, and you move his crib right into the middle of everyone else so that when everyone else comes to see their baby, they see meat. <laughs> and that was on my fourth day of being alive. Well, what about, it, what, your name could have been Ground Chuck. It, it could have been. But I don't know how well that would have worked. He was really a lot of fun. And he was a big, big deal in the 70s. And that Paradise by the Dashboard Light sold, what, 60 million copies. Fight Club was a really big resurgence role for him. Uh, but uh, Meatloaf, he was 74 years of age. Seton came up with a new character on the program because Seton and Paulie love to say, no offense. And Seton goes, you know what? We should have a character on the show called Noah Fence. (laughs) And I go, yeah, because the number of times you guys go, well, blah, 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 no offense. And like they just say like the most insulting thing. Yeah. 
kind of like what I did to Nick Wright. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. No offense. Now, I, I think highly of Nick Wright. I think he's uh, of this generation. He is really a standout talent. Yeah, Paul. I just checked uh, white pages where you could find uh, phone numbers in my yes. country. Yeah. There are four men in this country named Noah Fence. <laughs> Noah Fence. Like, you're at the hospital. Oh, come on. And, and like, you or your wife says, what should we name our baby, Mr. Fence? I don't know, Mrs. Fence. And one of the other parties says, how about Noah? Nobody catches it. Nobody like in the administration of the office at the hospital says, hey, don't do this, please. I told you the woman I met in Chicago and her name was Anita and her last name was Hooker. <laughs> like, at what point do you go? Wait, let's just say that name, Anita Hooker. And when I met her, she goes, all right, let's just get this out of the way. My name's Anita. My last name's Hooker. And then I go, okay. Is it the problem that nobody says it out loud together in the hospital I, and I realizes I it? I don't, I don't know how that works, where you go, uh, we're going to call her Anita, Anita Hooker. I, I told you this a hundred times in grade school, a girl a year older than me was April Showers. <laughs> that's the only name you don't give her. Yeah. Great girl. Yeah. And her, her sister, May Flowers. You would have thought. Yeah. I know. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, let's see. Where do we go? Uh, Jason in Nebraska. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind today? Hey, Danny and Danettes, love you guys. Uh, first off, great, great way to end the uh, week, Fritzy, with booking. And seeing, I love you. I, it would be a pleasure to meet you in Omaha. Mm. I, I'd even go to Omaha. I'd even go to Iowa. But, <laughs> and I'm not trying, I, I obviously love the Midwest, but I think you're taking a risk. Want you to be safe and happy and everything, but I think you're taking a risk coming through the, through the Midwest. So, probably stay south um and i'm gonna get some hate for that but i also want to just recommend one thing and one thing only and that's the grand canyon it's awe-inspiring um well now we it, know it's, it's all we know it's all where is that again yeah, yeah. the well, grand canyon yeah, have you yeah. heard <laughs> jason is telling us about a place called the grand canyon <laughs> Okay. I didn't know if he was there. You know, Holly's <laughs> mentioning Holly's mentioning the, the six people and whatever. Like, I, you know, breaking my breaking thank me you, here. Thank you, thank you, Jason. And, and, yeah, no, yes, yeah. Danny, Dan, I got a question. All right, what? Sorry, Go. totally irrelevant, but it, but it's it's relevant to me. Baseball, what is going on right now? No, is it, no, is it Jason, easy to say Jason, that Rob Manfred is? No, 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 I can't. I can't. Right, I can't. Guys, I can't no, 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 I can't talk. <laughs> Call me in April. Oh, I like uh, Jason. That's yeah. funny, man. Yeah. Sneaky little roadside Another place. place. There's a, yeah, not many people know about it. It's called the Grand Canyon. Shh, don't spoil yeah. it. <laughs> well, so it's not just a canyon. No, it's the Grand. It's much more grand. Yes. Yeah, Grandest canyon. I appreciate the note, Jason. <laughs> the poor guy. <laughs> I love too that he's like, no, wait, I gotta ask you about Pat Rob Manfred. Yeah, I gotta ask about baseball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, now's the time I want to talk about baseball. <laughs> oh, thank God, Jason, you called up and asked me about baseball. The Grand <laughs> Canyon. Okay, let's see if I can find that. Grand now the word's out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny call. Thank you, Jason. All the recommendations for Seton's road trip. <laughs> one, one more hour in the books. <laughs> one more item. We close out hour two. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. There's one place to collect them all. Only one place. Panini Trading Cards. 
Panini America utilizes iconic brands, Donruss, Contenders, Prism, National Treasures, the exclusive trading card partner of the NFL and the NFLPA. You got the most popular players, Mahomes and Brady and Rodgers, Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, and so many more. And what you'll find are autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts. In fact, there's something for everyone in Panini America packs. And it's more than just the NFL. Panini is the exclusive home for NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. Collect all of this season's top rookie cards. Jamar Chase, Trey Lance, Micah Parsons, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Jalen Waddell. Celebrate all the best players and their key performances each week with Panini Instant as teams make their way through the playoffs. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show.